Good afternoon. I'm Zach Callens with your KSOM and KS95 Sports Update. The Griswold boys went on a very slow start in the first quarter as they only scored two points, while Missouri Valley went on a 16-2 run to start the game. The Tigers ended up losing to Missouri Valley 58-42 in a game that they never had a chance to get back in after their first quarter woes. Head coach Matt Spinangle knows that if the first quarter had been more competitive, they would have been adding a win to their record. Oh, absolutely. You know, that first quarter, just the, the, the press, we had, a, we had a tough time reversing the ball. Right. Um, had a couple different looks with some different players out there tonight. Um, and we're just going to have to make adjustments. And, and, you know, and we did make those adjustments as the game progressed. We had to burn a couple, uh, a couple valuable timeouts early on to be able to crack that. And maybe I should have even used one more in the first quarter in order to, to calm them down. You know, sure. I, had, I had a sophomore out there that this is really the first uh, quality minutes that he's gotten out there. And he learned a lot of lessons today. Griswold was led in the game by Bodie Wyman with 15 points, with nine first-half points for the Tigers. Payton Cook was below his season average with seven, while Hogan Hook worked with the inside pressure down low to add on six points on the night. This is a team that has the talent, but needs to gain the confidence to lead them along the way. You know, it's it's about calming down and, and gaining the confidence. You know, you, you go out and once once you are able to establish yourself and you and you hit a couple threes early, you know, then his confidence level continues to right. improve with that. Right. You know, I, I will say, though, that what opened up that outside for us as the game progressed is our inside game. Right. You know, and, and as long as you have it, our inside guys like Hogan Hook and Zane Johnson, and they're, they're squaring up, they're boxing up hard, you know, not getting a whole lot of points in there yet, but we're getting good rebounds so that, you know, Missouri Valley there for a while had to double up Hogan. Right. Missouri Valley was led in the game by Dane Jansen with 23 points as he knocked in 13 second half points and continued to remain not only consistent on offense, but a dominant threat in the lane on defense. Brody Lager was a force to reckon with as he added on 16 points in the night for the Big Reds. Griswold had no answers for these two down low in the game. They're looking to turn things around to bring them back to 500 on the season in a tough test against East Mills, who just lost to Red Oak 61-59 for their first loss of the season. Coach Schaefer's going to have his boys ready. I'm going to have my boys ready. I, I think as long as we're giving 100%, 100% of the time, and that's what I preach to the boys all the time. Right. You know, it's about being positive with one another, but we have to be productive and efficient. And as long as we can be efficient with the ball, eliminate a lot of those turnovers. And we had 18 turnovers is what I had tonight. And, you know, 10 of them were in the first quarter. Right. You know, you eliminate even half of those, and now you're at 13, and that's acceptable. Right. You know? So it's about taking care of the ball. And, and we, you learn from it. You know, hats off to Missouri Valley. They came in tonight, played this good defensive game. You know, they shot the ball well. Congratulations to them. Griswold takes on 4-1 East Mills tonight at 7.30 p.m., while Missouri Valley will travel for another road game against Tri-Center at 7.30. And in girls' basketball action, number 5 Nottaway Valley was undefeated up until Thursday night when they lost a conference foe Martinsdale-St. Mary's 58-56 and a tight stalemate in the fourth quarter. Head coach Brian Eisbach wanted to see a better defensive performance in the second half that reflected that in the first half. The Wolverine defense was so good in the first half that they held the Blue Devils to just 15 points and led 32-15 in a game that looked like it was going to be all Nottaway Valley. 
but unfortunately for them, it was not. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, a tale of two halves. First half, we uh, showed, in my opinion, a lot of dominance, and we controlled, the, you know, the boards and found good shots. And then there were times uh, in the second half where you could feel the momentum switch. Um, obviously, it was a home game for them, so we're on the road, and it's a loud gym, and I felt like we got a little passive on, on offense at times and uh, didn't get uh, as good of looks or, or didn't hit the ones that we get, did get, and then they'd take it down and drive and kick and we did you know did a poor job of uh contesting threes that we did a much better job in the first half so you know hats off to them they're a really good team and um you know we love to have that one back but uh, (laughs) that's not how it works so we'll just have to learn from it and uh obviously not let that define the remainder of our season which we have a lot of season left one player who stood out overall for Nottaway valley was izzy eisbach who knocked down 29 points on a rolled ankle on the night she kept the Wolverines in it and was able to keep the ball controlled on the offensive side, even if she wanted to have tighter control. Um, she, you know, I thought she she picked and chose to, uh, chose in the first half and parts of the second when to uh, when to attack. Um, you know, she'd be the first to tell you that her passing was off last night. They did a really good job of guarding our rolls to the basket, and um, you know, I'm proud of her. She rolled her ankle at the end of the first half and and battled through it. Came back, got taped, and came back in the second half, but. Uh, Obviously, we're we're more about the team and, and less about the individual. But proud of Izzy and what she did. Um, you know, we just uh, scored two fewer points than they did at the end. The game on Thursday came all the way down to the end as All-State guard Lindsey Davis, who knocked in 18 points on the night, fouled out of the game with three minutes left. All the defensive focus then went to Icebach as the Blue Devils were able to control the hoop and the offensive tempo. Well, I mean. We, we had we had to handle some adversity. You know, Lindsey Davis, All-State guard for us, goes out with three minutes left, fouls out. I kind of felt like uh, they then cued a little bit more of their attention to Izzy, and I think uh, we'll learn from, from that and that everybody else on the floor still has to continue to be a threat and step up and, and take advantage of uh, angles and, and attacking when we can. And, and again, we'll, we'll work on that. We'll get better for that, but uh, we just have to, we have to convert on offense, and, and our defense has to be a lot more disciplined. On Saturday morning, the Wolverines will be traveling to the Mid-America Center for the MAC shootout against Underwood. The Eagles are led by Elizabeth Jacobson in scoring with 14.7 points per game, while she also leads the team in rebounds per game with seven this season. If Nottaway Valley halts the momentum of Jacobson, they limit the offensive threat of the Eagles. It is, it is. We're leaving at 6 a.m. Um, we've got a lot of kids that have been sick. Um, had a few injuries here and there so for us really it's going to be you know attention to detail obviously they've got a very good post player in Jacobson and um, we're going to uh, have to mind her but also mind the fact that they have some good shooters as well so it, it's going to be an interesting matchup for us a little bit different style of play than we're used to or that we like to do so for us to uh, to do what we need to do we're going to have to rebound and, and play solid defense. Nottaway Valley wakes up bright and early to take on Underwood this Saturday at 9 a.m. And in collegiate news, the Drake Bulldogs beating Grambling State by a final score of 68-56. Leading the Bulldogs on the night was Connor Enright as he knocked in 18 points and grabbed down 5 boards. Kevin Overton was right behind him as he knocked down 14 points and dished out 4 assists. Tucker DeVries knocked down 13 and grabbed down 6 boards in the game as well. The Drake Bulldogs will be taking on Alcorn State on Tuesday, December 19th at 7 p.m. For news, sports, and more, check out our website at westerniowatoday.com. 
I'm Zach Callens with this sports update.